I liked that. I don't fake it. Yeah, I know. You, you. Uh, that was just as good as that guy in Three Amigos. Who did that? <laughs> nice. That's right. Oh man, of course I'm gonna lose credit because I could. Oh, Alfonso Arau. That's his name. Yeah. Later yeah, became, yeah, yeah. Later became a great director. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh really? What's he directed? Yeah, he directed the Keanu movie. That was his biggest commercial hit. Uh, a walk mm. in the cl- a walk in the clouds. Yeah, with Keanu, and so, it, was, it was pretty dope. My friend Freddie. So he works is in there. works exclusively with uh, Keanu. Is that what's happening? I guess. I guess. Although he did do, he worked in Coco as well. But uh, it was. It's always funny when like they have these big like you know icons of like Latino culture, and in this sense, actual Mexican culture, and they gave him like this little part in Coco. Like my parts were bigger than his, and it's like it was funny. Oh. Yeah. Like he was sitting at my table at the Coco Oscar dinner. <laughs> oh wow! And he's like been nominated for an Oscar, maybe even one. You know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes you're just like, God damn it, is that my future? Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I remember sitting at a lunch table with Cheech Marin. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You I know, just that sitting. Night too. Yeah. Sitting next to Cheech Marin and just asking him questions and stuff. He was very cool about it. But it was That's just weird that I was... Yeah. I know, because you kind of hold them so high up that you're like... And, you know, we're humble, so we're like, why am I sitting next to Cheech? Right, you know? right. You're like, what the Well, fuck? and it's weird to sit next to a legend like that and be and like, oh, shit, he's just a regular guy. Yeah, we hung with him. You know? I hung with him, actually, at the Oscar party, because he's also married to a white woman. Marry white people. Come on. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mary White. Just, but right now, just, I do not want to be white because of the whole George Floyd situation. But uh, oh, we'll get God. to that. We'll get oh, to that in a God, bit. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so, uh, but anyways, yeah, like hung with them, and he was hiding out with his his younger wife, <laughs> and like, <laughs> but, but he literally just hung with us and had a blast, and like just talked. I was like, "Where are you from?" And like, was cool. And then Benjamin Bratt walks over. And he goes, "This is what he calls Cheech." He goes, "The Godfather." You know, Benjamin Brad, like, gives him a big hug, and, like, and I, you know, hung with Benjamin Brad a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, the guy is, like, if you were Latino growing up, that was one of the first faces that you saw that was really popular and famous, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, totally. Chico. Yeah, I think about... Freddie Prince Jr., Freddie Prince, you know, another one. Chico and the Man. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. I, uh, I, I grew up watching Cheech and Chong movies. I still watch them. I watch it all the time. I mean, I say all the time. If you watch that scene when the fucking acid hits Cheech and he fucking does that whole thing, like keep on knocking and he starts fucking laughing. 
I mean, that's a that's a that's a brilliant fucking actor scene. Like it's, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he goes from totally yeah. fucking being freaked out. Like, hey man, Tonitos, what are you talking about, man? It's just fucking Tonitos. <laughs> oh man, he just ate the most acid I've ever seen anywhere. What the fuck you mean, man? Fucking acid, man? I never had no fucking acid, man. <laughs> <laughs> he starts freaking the fuck out and then it kicks in and he's just like ha 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 I mean his turn That's is great his turn is amazing I'm gonna probably get to watch that later just cause I just fucking talked about it he kills it that, is that the first one up in smoke yeah yeah exactly that's when they first meet and shit remember he picks him up and Chong puts on the yeah. fake boobs and shit and he's like, hey, man, that's false advertising with that shit. <laughs> uh, it's a, it was great. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I was a white kid in a white suburb, and yeah. those movies meant so much to me. I was like, oh, this is yeah, awesome. There's a world that's not like this crap that I'm that's surrounded thing. by. I don't know anybody that doesn't love Cheech. You know, that's the thing. He crossed every yeah. fucking race, you know, every fucking gender, whatever. He was just, he loved Cheech and Chong. I have all the Cheech, really Cheech and Chong fueled movies, but also just the Cheech. Like I have Born in East LA. I oh, like that's that dope. That's a great one. That's when he was I'm like, not so I, much don't, a- I don't need Chong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't fuck Chong. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't need. Uh, I don't need to see Tin Cup ever again. I don't like yeah, that stuff. But yeah. but those counterculture comedies are awesome. Yeah, Cheech till this day is really upset that he did not get the Milagro Beanfield War over uh, the Cuban amazing actor who ended up playing what was his name? Damn, he was in the the Adams Family. The guy, oh Raul Julia. <laughs> oh Raul Julia, yeah. He Cheech was up for that part. Yeah, and he said that he met with the director, and the director pretty much promised him that it was going to be him, and then fucking Raul Julia oh, wins shit. an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit well or I mean it's hard to I mean Raul Julia uh, uh, God rest his soul he was pretty awesome too so it's hard to yeah I get I, I feel for Cheech I feel for Cheech but I feel for I mean, him but also acting chops wise in hindsight I mean Raul Julia was a beast I mean, you know, he, he, was, mm-hmm. he was a great mm-hmm. fucking actor well we've all seen Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme right what? we all have <laughs> <laughs> was Cheech in there no, <laughs> Raul he, Julia was. Oh, he was up for it. <laughs> oh, Cheech was? No, I'm actually, kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, Cheech would have saved that fucking movie. That if Cheech been awesome. had been the bad guy, it would have been really funny. That's it should have right. been Cheech. It would have been amazing. So, Cheech, you should have stole that part. They probably offered it to him. He goes, nah. Nah, you can give it to Raul. <laughs> exactly. Julia! <laughs> you remember that skit? There's a whole thing. We're like, I think it was Saturday Night Live or something. Let's get yeah. I am Raul Julia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, dude, yeah. I'm having I'm having a good time. The in-laws showed up. Uh, that's why my Wi-Fi was taken over. It was too. Are busy. they coming? Are they coming for the weekends now? They're just or? here for the weekend. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're totally and uh, they're from actually uh, Riverside County, and you know, they're. Uh, all their friends are elderly and stuff, so they're all super careful. Uh, you know, they stay apart. Like, they, they have backyard get-togethers where they bring their own wine and their own snacks, mm-hmm. and they just sit apart. You know, like, hey, let's right, have it. Right. And it's cool because you don't have to share, which I kind of like. Yeah. 
Because you know, uh, there's I, always that friend that drinks too much of your fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's usually me, but uh, yeah, it's usually you. <laughs> Especially my uh, my your my buddies. neighbor. Oh yeah, how my much neighbor. are you saving on booze? Because I'm not coming over. Uh, well, I just spent a whole buttload of money on booze. Bevmo just dropped it off. That's why I couldn't do this at one. I had to wait for Bevmo to show up and bring me my fucking shit. I'm okay with That's being, right. I'm okay with being behind Bevmo. I was uh, <laughs> today has like been like hunting and gathering substances that I can abuse. Like I, I got booze from Bevmo, and then I I went to picked up a bag of, of magic from a friend's house. Nice. And another bag of magic from another friend's house. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I was need to know collecting these magic things. man. You got two types. You're like, yeah, I need two strains. One ain't gonna be enough. <laughs> no, 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 one's uh, one's uh, uh, a, one was a bag of a different kind, a couple of different kinds of strains, but the other one was chocolate bars with Ooh. shrooms in them. What? So, yeah, microdosing shrooms. Ah, uh, that sounds great. I haven't done that in a while. They just make me laugh like a motherfucker. I shoot tears through my eyes. I just well, yeah. If you do a lot, that's what happens. But if you microdose, you know, you're supposed to. If you do the microdose, it's supposed to chill you out and yeah. take away anxiety. And if you do it every three days, you just have like a t- the tiniest bit. I'm gonna tell you, Todd. You have I don't know how many podcasts, and I watch you know some of them, but the posts and your Facebook stuff. I don't think that shit's working. What? <laughs> the microdose don't seem to chill you out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all. I don't think it's but, uh, up your anxiety. You need to up your dose. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm wound a little tight. I, I don't know what to tell you. The world, the world's, the world. It was probably already insane, but it just feels like every day I wake up and it's crazier. Oh yeah. You know now, uh, like Minneapolis is burning because of. Fucking cops killing black guys and Dude, it's, I mean, just, it's just it's, like that on top of a fucking pandemic. I am just fucking going nuts. I mean, but why? I mean, that's the thing. I think everyone's flipping out and it's adding to the tension. I guess. But look, my biggest thing with the whole George Floyd thing is, in this day and age, that those cops know they're being filmed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know it. So why, unless you are really that guy. Well, and which and, they proved. I mean, you know, the guy's talking to you, filming you right there, and you're just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna keep this knee on here." I know he's dying, but whatever. It's a, f- a flagrant uh, abuse of power and disregard for the rule of law that he's supposed to be enforcing and protecting. And did you see uh, that somebody? Oh, Tyrese, who I follow, uh, Tyrese posted like this white girl getting arrested and she's being really abusive and confrontational and they're just taking their time, taking her out. I mean, they're holding her and they're punching her and stuff, but the video goes on for like 15 minutes. And his point was, if that was a black person, that would have been done in 30 seconds. Oh, no shit. I mean, like all over the country, there are these stupid ass quote unquote protests where people are holding up Trump pent signs and And, talking about how we need to reopen hair salons. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't do shit. And then these people, uh, people in Minneapolis protest because they're of color, the cops drive through and spray pepper spray. Yeah. And fucking tear gas, tear gas, which screws up your lungs. And it's a goddamn pandemic. I was in the army. I had to do that for fun, just for training. 
Was that oh, pepper spray or, oh, or no, tear gas? Go into the tear gas. That's what we do in basic. You go into the fucking the tank. That's one of the training things you get. Here, come in yeah. here. Take off your mask. Throw up. Fucking feel how bad this shit is. <laughs> Jesus. That yeah, yeah. sounds awful. Yeah. And I don't I, want that. And uh, my friend Sergeant Owens, when we went to JRTC, which is Joint Readiness Training Center in Arkansas, which is pretty much make-believe war. It's pretty much like laser tag uh, times 10, you know. So you, you're shooting actual blank rounds, and every time you shoot, it shoots a laser, and you have all these sensors around your helmet, and you're basically pretending you're at war, except you have laser gear and laser sensors all over yourself. I died three times in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, was, but did you, that three times in two weeks, so uh, were you training five times a day on that? I mean, five times a week on that? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, you get just, you just get dumped out there. Like, we jumped in like we were going to war. You get you jump out of a fucking plane. You have a point to meet your fucking platoon. You have to look at a map when you land. It's fucking cold. It's raining. You hit the ground. You have to fold up your fucking parachute. You leave it there, but now you got to put on your rucksack. You fucking take your fucking uh, M16 out of the case. Put everything on. You're soaking wet. Probably shit on yourself. Piss on yourself. I never did it. Shut up. And it was <laughs> then you put everything on, and now you got to bust out your map in the rain. Look at it with a flashlight. Find out the fucking the point, right? You meet you meet at the point where everybody meets, and then one time I lost it. One time we walked like 48 hours. This is training. Like you're trying to find your objective, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And fire. I I just fucking lost it. Like you walk so much, like literally, it was one time I would fall asleep on my feet. The guy would stop on front of me. You'd put on his your head on his head sack, and you were out on his backpack. You were out, and then you'd wake up when the guy behind you hit you. And like, dude, and that was just training. So I can't imagine ever going to war. So it was fucking Jesus. Mess. Yeah, that sounds really awful. I don't. But you'll never forget it, and I have a lot of really cool friends. Because when you go through people, go through shit like that with people. Yeah, sure. But the reason I brought it up is because Sergeant Owens, during that time, they hit us with tear gas, right? Which we had trained for in basic. But they hit us in real make-believe war, right there, boom. And I could not get my mask on. And I just flipped out and fucking rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never I, I the closest I'll ever come to that is the abject humiliation of going on auditions and being uh, rejected for years and years and decades upon decades and my brothers in arms now like friends I've I've, I've had they're just like old doughy white guys because right. we all just humiliated ourselves for scale for so long that's the closest I've gotten to that kind of Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. And it's it's very, it, that's the, it's funny that you said that because I've always felt that like when you, on location, on a shoot is very much like a military fucking movement. It's the same shit. You know, you move, you set up, you bring trucks, hurry up and wait. I mean, we have the same saying in fucking the military, hurry up and wait. Like they fucking freak you out, like fucking shit's going to hit the fan. Then you get there like, what's going on? What? Oh. Oh, nothing. Just just relax. Why don't you go mow that lawn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's the worst part about being in the military. Like, if there's nothing going on, then basically they just have this huge workforce. And they make you just do whatever they need to be done around the base. 
hey, you're a gardener today. Guess what? You're working yeah. in the kitchen today. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever they need. I'd rather be a gardener than work in the kitchen, I think. Yeah, no, KP sucks. That's what they call it, kitchen patrol. Yeah, you, right. didn't, want, you didn't want KP. It was always the worst. It's like, fuck uh, yeah. What about, what about cleaning toilets, though? You can oh, get on oh that, fucking right? latrine duty. Yeah, we call it a latrine because we're French, apparently. Latrine duty. Oh, yes. Yeah, the, the Marines call it the head. That's way more hardcore. Fucking clean the head. <laughs> yeah. Do they call it the head because there are a lot of glory holes in marine bathrooms? Oh, probably. Guess, but hey, guess some if I learned one thing, dude, don't fuck with Marines. Shut up. Love you, Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I mean no disrespect. That was just a dumb joke. I hope uh, Marines oh, have a sense of humor. Oh, did you just say dumb joke for Marines? <laughs> Uh-oh. What, are you supposed to do smart jokes for Marines? Uh, yes, smart jokes. They're all very smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. Some Marine problems. But there's always been, like, Army, every military fucking branch hates the other military branches. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just the thing. Yeah. That's why the Army, Navy is the biggest college game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's huge. It's like, fuck, you beat Navy, beat Army. Why don't you guys just, right, beat, right. Why don't you guys just beat off? <laughs> Is it, isn't there a joke about like a uh, marine and a and a navy guy taking a piss? Oh, I don't heard it. And uh, yeah, it's some I can't remember how it goes, but the it, it's like they're taking a piss and then they go uh, and the navy guy starts to wash his hands and the marine guy starts to just walk out without washing his hands and the navy guy says, "Um, in the Navy, they teach us to wash our hands after we use the bathroom. And the Marine goes, in the Marines, they teach us not to piss all over our hands. And then it, <laughs> and nice. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a very good joke, but I always remember it because yeah. I was like, wow, they go, they're going out of their way to make a... Uh, yeah. Negative about the Navy, which always, well, okay. Yeah. Well, my favorite joke about the Navy is always semen. Oh, so you like semen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> my friend was a, a, a naval officer for a long time. Uh, he's retired now, but he he would say that like the thing he hated the when he joined the navy, he just hated going to the airports, you know, because all the other military people, you know, the army guys are in camouflage and the marine right. guys are in their like crazy uniforms and everybody's in the and then you know and people don't look at those factions of the military and go oh oh but the sailors it basically looks like they're in toddler pajamas so everybody's <laughs> like oh. Look at cute little sailor, look. Yeah, you know, exactly. and he's like, why do we have to wear these fucking jammies? <laughs> yeah. And let's be honest, like the, the gay community has kind of made sailor outfits, you know, kind of a gay thing. So the Navy kind of has that little thing attached to it too. And, you know, maybe hey, YMCA did it too. You know, there was a Navy guy. So that's it. They associate anything <laughs> like if gay guys. Oh, like the, villi the, the village, the village people. people. So if gay guys have worn it, then you're gay. So <laughs> well, so what? You know, yeah, we're I love uh, it. So we're what? It's we're an, an inclusive military now. So that's oh, fine. that's right, dude. Whole navy. Oh. Yeah, and I love it. It's it's it's. I mean, anybody needs to be tested like that. Like it was it was a great experience for me. 
And like, I think I said before, but for me, like, that's where I learned the first time I learned that my dysfunction, it helped me a lot. Like having a fucked up upbringing really helped me because uh-huh. when you see the kids that had it good and, you know, they start getting shit on them or getting screamed at, they lose their shit. <laughs> and I was just, and I was just like, eh, whatever, I'm used to this. Like, this, what is yeah, no wrong. Yeah. It's just like talking to mom. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck. You should meet my mom. You think you're scary. You know, like, <laughs> but it was fun. It, like the training was the best part. But I think we've talked about that before. But let's go back to. Yeah. Uh, I did my first uh, on camera audition yesterday, or you know, self tape. Um, For what? A movie that, believe it or not, I can't say much of. I won't say the name. But uh, I, it was based during the COVID nineteen, and it's, and they even said that they don't know if it's going to be union or not because. They don't know what they can do, like because there's also mm-hmm. crew size. Like, who can you hire? So it's a different beast now, because yeah, like what? So now they're, in other words, I think productions are getting smart. All right, so to make a production sag, right? You look at all the rules and you say, I have mm-hmm. to have this amount of people or this and this and this. But if I can't do that right now, why can't I just make it non-union? Because I only need this. Like, I don't need all that. It doesn't fit into the SAG guidelines because I can't do that. Right. You know? Interesting. Yeah. So, so they're trying it's to find... Be super they're dicey. trying to find a loophole. I think they're trying to find a loophole there. And they were kind of like, but for talent, we will go SAG. You know what I mean? Which is like, what does that mm-hmm. mean? You know what I mean? Like, I guess if they find someone who can do it and it's just as good and they don't have to go SAG because of the guidelines they'll hire that actor but if yeah actor, we'll see how the yeah. FICOR people do yeah isn't that crazy yeah. it's nuts so I put myself on tape yeah and went for it because I ain't got nothing to do <laughs> yeah I've had I've had one we talked about it but that's yeah. it that's it what do you got a plane over your house right now you're outside oh, yeah I'm, in, I'm outside yeah so I came outside just to change it up sorry fans <laughs> <laughs> we gotta hold for the plane. It's yeah. like uh, it's like being on a shoot. We gotta hold for the plane. Yeah. Um, I even did my I even did my self tape out here. I was like, fuck it. Like you know, it's supposed yeah. to be by a pool, so I just put it out here. And she taped me out here. I don't give a fuck about the sound or whatever. I just like, look, man, it's different times, and like I'm gonna focus on the work. And if you can't deal with the sound, then you got a problem. Like that's yeah, the, that's the reality I, I we're get- dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like. Before this happened, when I would I would get certain self tape auditions, um, and like I was saying, and we've talked about this before, but I, I've only had one yeah. throughout this entire quarantine, just one at this point. But before I had a bunch, and sometimes casting directors would send this like uh, this like massive amount of instruction. Yeah in the email like it's got to be an all white background and it's got to be this and it's got to be that i'm like well then you just want a, a an actual studio audition so why don't you hold that goddamn casting session at your facility rather yeah. than making us try to create a casting your facility office, in our homes exactly, yeah. yeah that aren't built that way i mean it's i don't like, want to take down you know, the posters of the few things i've been on bitch <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Well, and I did one, and I like hung it. I hung it. I went in the sunroom, and I hung a sheet over the window. So, and it was just such a. Yeah. It was so ridiculous. You don't need all that. 
No, that's what I do. I just do it now. I just, I, if it gives me the setting, and if I can create the setting in my house, that's where I shoot it. I'm like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm like, whatever. You can watch it or not. I'm over it. And this one was so specific. They wanted to know a story, any kind of story, whether it was like personal or whatever. Just tell me something. And that's the other thing I liked about it because they, they said they were going to base the role around the actor they hired. So they wanted to get to know you pretty much. So it was like personality interview slash audition. And they're like, and then he's oh, going okay. to write it to you, to the guy that he picks. So I would thought, that, oh, that's really cool. Of course, the money's cheap. Don't know if it's going to be SAG or not. But, I mean, right now, I'm, I was like, yeah. And it was pretty well written. It was, it was pretty deep little... Uh, two and a half pages, mainly me, almost a monologue with the girl saying like, huh, yeah, that's crazy. No way. Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part I want. I no, want I to just be the listener. You get paid the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. People are always like, you know, when I turn up in a commercial and I don't say shit, I'm just like mowing a lawn or something. Yeah. People are always like, well, d didn't you want to like do more in that commercial? Like, no way. You get paid the same no matter what. If you're talking the whole time, if you're yeah. just mowing the lawn for two seconds, you get paid the same. Yeah. I don't want to do yeah, shit. But if, yeah. But if you got the lead role, you're going to do it. But we're also cool enough to know that you get paid the same. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather not say anything. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to not say anything. Because you know we're in it and we're getting paid. That's it. I'm in it, dude. Yeah. And you can have fun. You don't have to worry about your lines. You don't have to deal with the director. Oh, could you say it this way? Say it that way. And like I told you before, like that's the problem with, with commercials, which I, I think you have the thickest skin ever as you've been doing this long. But you're also great at it. You probably don't have the problem I have, but commercials, they, I usually get directed a lot because they want me to be more, I don't know, Sunny, or they just want me to do it their way. So they give me a lot of line readings. They're just like, oh, yeah. You know? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, just line readings. Are like, I told you before, I did this cover like a few years ago. I did a bunch. I've already been making a limit forever, but it just cracked me up. Like, the director comes by me and he's like, don't get nervous when the camera comes on, okay? And, you know, it's just, it's just the, <laughs> the stuff like that. Because they just assume, that, <laughs> like, they just assume sometimes when you're doing a commercial, like, if they don't know who you are, then it's your first job. You know what I'm saying? They're like, right. oh, yeah. So it's hilarious. And, you know. Well, that still happens to me. I still, I like, sometimes I'll get jobs now where people, especially if they're commercial people and they're in tune to the business, they remember me from, like, old classic commercials. Yeah. But not everybody doing commercials has paid any attention. A lot of people haven't. They don't give a shit. They're just taking this commercial job because they're making money. And then I get the, okay, so, you know, that, like, treating me like I'm 14 exactly and I, like, I've never been on a set do. before mm -hmm. yeah I did do early on in my career <laughs> I did a, a, a commercial shot at a was it Anaheim Stadium yeah Anaheim Stadium and you know I was like a hot dog salesman or whatever <laughs> and uh, and I, I had this mark I was like it was supposed to the bit was I was waiting too long and got bored and just sat down with and started eating my own hot dogs out of the tray that was that was all it was yeah. but the this the the DP who had a British accent and when you're snooty like I get aggravated if you're yeah. snooty with a British accent it's like somehow it's Ten's worse right. yeah somehow it makes me angrier so this guy, I'm like sitting there, and then this, the, one of the ads comes up and moves my mark, right? 
So he moves it, and I go over to the new mark. But then the DP's looking through the camera, and he's like, um, Todd, you changed positions. You, you need to find your mark. Is this your first movie? That's what he said, like that. Uh. It, with a British accent. Is this your first movie? You know, so <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I said, wait, wait. First of all, dude, this is not a fucking movie. It's a commercial. Two, your AD, who apparently you're not communicating with, just moved my mark. So I went to where the director told me to go. So you need to work that out with him. I'll wait. And uh, he didn't talk to me again for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. But you stood up for yourself. Fuck it. You know, well, like... You, you, you don't condescend to me. I know what the fuck I'm doing. It's easy enough to find a goddamn mark. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, there's a thing that, like, people, like, you know, of course, they always get mad at the actors, but people don't realize that sometimes people behind the camera are not nice, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, sometimes well, they push it, the buttons. It's like that. It's like that uh, Christian Bale recording of him oh, right. out, doing about it. those yeah, yeah, reshoots. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like when I heard the story, I was like, if I was Christian Bale, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. The guy was being an asshole. Yeah. You know, he was he was he was holding up production by being distracting, yeah. which is everybody knows that. You don't yeah. fucking run around waving your arms when somebody's in the middle of a take. No, what we don't it's know. Is he might be mad because Christian Bale banged his girl or whatever. But hey, that's behind. You know the scene shit. We don't know that. Don't I, I don't know that either. <laughs> but I heard that that guy does that. Like yeah. he—that's just his the way he well, operates. Well, dude, like I'm he saying, moves lights some, around. Dude, there's a, some guys like just like just like being an actor. So I'm not dissing anybody who are grips or electricians or whatever. But just like fucking actors, where they don't check your background, they get hired. All right, entertainment hires fucking anybody. And they're not always sane, and they're not always fucking nice, and they usually have problems, most of them, drug problems, because they're working ridiculous hours, and some of them can be dicks. So we do have to put up with that, too. I mean, it's like, I'm not, I haven't ran into a bunch of dicks, but there's been a few. One of my favorites was, we just, we were doing a rap party. We just did this show, and we're at the rap party, and one of the grips is going around saying, this is the worst fucking show I've ever worked on. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that out loud. He like said he it to out? everybody, like to the oh producers, to like god. he's at a party, just going, "Oh my god," laughing and going, "This is the worst fucking show I've ever worked on." And, and like, <laughs> and his friends are trying to tell him, like, "Dude, shut up! Like, you're you're not gonna work. <laughs> These people aren't gonna hire you." But he was there. He was there. He was just like, and he wasn't wrong, but. <laughs> You don't well, just yeah, say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jamo. I love you. He'll never listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I told you about. I must have told you this story probably on this podcast about working on a commercial, and winding up being in between a difficult actor and a difficult director. Yeah, I think. So. Did I, I tell you about yeah. that? All right, go. Let's start it. Well, uh, yeah. Tell me. Stop me if we've done this before. But anyway, I was. I, it was a commercial sh- shot up in Mammoth Mountain, yeah. right? And uh, wh- one of the, the actor who I was were there were four actors. The one I was paired with was he had a serious drinking problem. Ooh. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. He was drunk the whole time. Well, like I'm when we were in this, the, for you to say someone has a serious drinking problem, that's serious. 
<laughs> True. I say as I sip on a tequila. Cheers. If fucking three in the afternoon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, like on the van ride up, because they, they, they transport us in a van because it was within whatever the studio distance is, Mammoth yeah. Mountain. So we had the like five-hour van ride up there, however much it is. And we're in the van, and we stopped at a rest stop, and we get out. And, like, I have my coffee, you know, in one of those travel things. And he has – this guy has a travel thing, and he's like, hey, man, you want some of this? And I was like, no, dude, uh, I, I, got, I, got my, I got my own coffee. I don't need any of yours. He's like, oh, this isn't coffee. And I was like, <laughs> what is it? And he goes, oh, it's, uh, it's whiskey and scotch. That's what he said. What? Not it's not it's scotch whiskey, but it's whiskey and scotch. So I guess he'd taken some kind of bourbon and mixed it with some kind of scotch whiskey, Damn. and it was just like a giant tumbler of this fucking shit. And I like was like, his, his no, mixer th- is another hard alcohol. <laughs> yeah, he's mixing bourbon and scotch. <laughs> it's disgusting. So and I was like, uh, no, I'm good, man. Uh, and then and then. It was also, we had to drive on a sheet of ice, and there was no way to get the stunt driver in, so I was, like, listening via an earpiece from from a, 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 a precision driver telling me when to brake because I was on an ice, and I had to slide. And then there was a camera crew, like, on their bellies, and I had to slide towards them and then avoid them, like, on a sheet of what? ice. What? And I would have said no, have the other actor do it. I would have tried to get out of driving, but this guy was so drunk. I was immediately like, <laughs> He's gonna no, no, I'll, I'll drive on the ice. I got it. I got this, yeah. uh, you know. So, and, but then like he was, dip- he started throwing fits and wouldn't come out of his trailer because he was fucking shit faced. And, and he was, you know, just being difficult because he was crazy and drunk and you know, the whole day went like that. And then I'm in my hotel room, just like winding down, putting on a movie, you know, like back then it was like $47 to rent a movie. So I'm renting a movie <laughs> to slough off the, you know, tension of the day. And the director calls me in my room and goes, hey, man. And I was like, hey, that never happened. Like a yeah. commercial director never calls you later that night to see yeah. what's up. So I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just... This guy was so difficult. And I was like, oh, here we go. And he's like, I need you to say, like, he was difficult and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what, dude? He was not difficult with me. He wasn't. He was, you guys fought. I had nothing to do with it. So leave me out of it. I don't want to get involved. Sorry. I'm getting paid scale. There's no reason for me to take, because, like, in my mind, I was like, you weren't the greatest guy either. He's, granted, he's fucking drunk. Yeah. But you're a crabby, sober asshole. So, uh, you know, I'm not taking anybody's side in this weird beef because neither of you can be goddamn adults. So have a good night. And, you know, I, I didn't put it that way. I was yeah, much nicer. Much but that's my, my Paul. S- this is between y'all. Good night. Right, right, exactly. Good yeah. night. This job is over. I'm leaving here tomorrow. It's wrapped. Well, that's it's the thing, done. especially with a commercial not. shoot. Like, okay, now you're dealt this drunk actor, but you know you're on a crunch, right? Commercials are always in a time crunch. So, mm-hmm. do you fight with him, which makes it worse, or do you try to baby that fucking drunk and get through it quicker? You know what I mean? So, that's probably would have been the best way for him to do. But because he's the director, he has to be bam, 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 fighting. 
So now they both look like dicks, and now he wants to save his ass too because he looks like a dick too. So he's got the same complaint. Oh, that that, that director was a dick. So in other words, right. it's, it's yeah, it's his word against his because the director also showed his ass, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was a kind of a mess of a, a production, and uh, honestly, I'm I'm just thankful I didn't kill anyone when I was driving on that sheet of ice because I had to that come is- so close. To that camera crew, and they were literally lying on their bellies. But did so you they get, get this, any? Like, did you get any pay, like stump pay or hazard pay? Or no, I didn't get shit. See, that's nuts. See, that's the first thing I would have done. Like I would, because I'm always like that, you know. Cause I, I asked my I asked my agent at the time to do it, and they uh, chose not to pursue it. it. It's one of those things. Oh, it's of like course, you, where they either do you really want to lose this campaign, where they might go, well, we're not going to air it then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't air very long either, but it can also be like, you know, they would, they can, it can screw up their relationships with the but production company, but see, with the but casting that's, director. But that's what I hate They're that very, they do. They're very hesitant to go after that. But that's what I hate that they do. And if, unless you don't, unless you stand up for us, fuck faces, then we have to keep putting up with stupid shit like that. But what if you did hit those motherfuckers now? Then what happens? Yeah. How much more money yeah. is that, idiots? Just pay you the hundred and fifty stunt pay, hundred and fifty dollars extra. It's not yeah. a fucking. <laughs> Give them hundred fifty dollars extra. You get happy. Well, get the bump. Yeah, but, I mean, commercially, I I just think there's so much that's happened to the commercial industry as far as outdated contracts from the union that don't and not having a, a real kind of stronghold in the relationship between the commercial entities and the union and I, I feel like agents have lost a lot of leverage so they can't like it's like when I started I was with a really small commercial agency and when a commercial came up for renegotiation which doesn't happen very often I then I got a guarantee you know per cycle hey Kenny and he he was a badass beer. Yeah, get Lombardo a beer. Get Lombardo a goddamn <laughs> can't beer. Hear it, but he said, yeah, get Lombardo a beer. So That's my father-in-law who rocks. Oh, hey, what's up? Tell him to stop stealing your cigarettes. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he couldn't hear him. I'm glad he couldn't hear him. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, anyway, the, the, the point I was making is I don't – like the, – like the guarantees I got when I started and I was with a really small boutique agency were way huger than any guarantees that I get now on renegotiated contracts. And like, I'm like, well, why is it gotten less when there's more marketplace and there's more places that commercials, it just drives me absolutely bonkers. I don't know why it's that way. Well, that's what, you know, exactly. It's exactly, this is why it's exactly what our union's doing and everything again, because the more money they make, for some reason they get cheaper and they, I don't know if other people approach them and say like, look man, all right, you're making this much money now, so keep fucking the little people. Don't give them more. Just keep them down there. Because <laughs> you know, our union, I guess. it's bigger than it's always ever been. And like, I pay more. Like we talked about our, our dues, which I'm not paying until I get a job. You know, you paid them, but I'm like, fuck off. Why is it $500? Nobody's worked. Why are you not giving us a break, right? The actors fund. I keep getting the actors fund once a week. Give you fucking money. You guys make more money than ever, no. than ever. So you guys, when I, you guys at the top, when I have a this good money's year, going, stop it and just give it. When to I the have a good fund. year, I when I have a good year, my I always do it. Are, yeah. 
are the same as Tom Cruise's because they have a cap on union dues. Yeah, but no, they don't. And anymore. I think that's no, they don't. Oh, they no. don't. No, dude, that ended because I was on the series. So what they did is there's a cap plus a percentage of what you make over the cap. That's what they said. So oh, dude, okay. Oh, it's ridiculous because they want more. That's what I mean about they're making more money because they just realized, wait a minute. What well, at least this? they're at least they're charging really rich movie stars more than they're charging me because for a long time it irritated me that I was paying the same dues as, as a movie star. That yeah. does, that's crazy. Yeah, but they Especially got Especially given that every time... Every time a movie star commands more millions of dollars, those millions of dollars always come out of our pockets. Yeah. They find ways to pay us less so they can pay them oh, more. Oh, dude, and it's just... And that's why, that's why like, when, when movie stars are all up in arms about liberal things, I kind of understand the way the country sees them as elitist assholes because they don't clean up their own... They don't clean up their own backyard. No. Clean up your own backyard. Take care of the working class actor. You that's know, it, they don't. No, they don't. And it's it's more and more evident. And that's the problem. It's like, yeah, the more money, the more they want to fuck you. It's like, what is your problem? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Speaking of uh, showbiz types wanting to fuck you, you know what I, I saw? What? I saw uh, My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys. Ooh. The Corey I, Feldman documentary. I, yeah, I do. I feel like I saw it a long time ago. He's been screaming. No, no, this for is. A while. I mean, this but is I've seen new. A, this it's is a, a new, new one because I've it's seen a brand a, new one. I saw an older one where they talked about Corey uh, Haim is the one that passed away. Yeah, they came, they came out with him one with when he passed away. Yeah, and it was really deep, of course. And Corey Feldman, I mean, the new Michael Jackson, uh, was. You know, he's going to keep screaming. The new Michael Jackson. You didn't catch that. The guy, he thinks he's Michael Jackson. Feldman, right? Sorry, Corey you Feldman. keep breaking up on me. Hang, hang on, Lombardo. You're, you're breaking up. All right, let me you're, see. There, are there, now you're back. All right, cool. Hello, I missed a lot of what you said. No, you I'm said saying, something about Michael Jackson. I said, yes. I said, Corey Feldman. I mean, the new Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Because he does that dance. He does that in all his movies. But he's been dressing like him, like in real life. And like, he had a reality TV show. Like, he's got like, not escorts, but he lives with a bunch of girls in the valley. And like, Corey's girls or Corey's angels or some shit like that. I remember that. I remember that. I so remember that. he's definitely fucked up. But, you know, as always, I always think about when this was happening. Where were the producers? Where was the mom? Where it was, you know, mm. because I'm sure that's what the documentary is about. You know, it's just like, but it's like there's there's this thing where they're trying to stop now. And the last piece of the puzzle was the men, the men at the top in power, because there's been disgusting shit going down on, in Hollywood and productions and parties like with the little people or lesser, you know, for a long time. So they attacked that first. Right. And then now all the big is like. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, you froze on me again. There we go. You did too. There you go. Oh, okay. So right. now, so now the Weinstein's and the big guys are getting taken down, right? But it's like, but yeah, it's you know, it was it was corrupt from the bottom up, you know, and it went down to the bottom. Well, the thing about this new documentary, I mean, it's weird to watch because Corey Feldman and I'm a huge uh, a Corey 
fan. I loved Haim and Feldman together when I was a kid. You yeah. know, I, you know, they were they were they were coming up as I was coming up, uh, and I thought they were amusing, and I liked the buddy thing that they had. Yeah, yeah. and they're 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 like filmography is really weird because by the end it gets into basic like softcore porn movies that they're in together and that's it's pretty weird Um, but I mean it's clear that Feldman is is, he's a messed up dude he seems like a man child like literally I know we're immature no he is he seems he seems like a man child so and and in this documentary like when he would cry in some instances it seemed fake it seemed staged I'm sure but then other times it seemed real. But like the ultimate, the ultimate thing that I walked away from is I kind of believe his story. I believe everything about his story in the documentary. The documentary was very staged. Okay, so so maybe uh, maybe uh, what? Uh, oh, that was my mother-in-law just oh, came hey. in the room. Tired. Oh, she just left. I got so confused. Um, but anyway, it like I believe the story. I believe the story that he's telling, but the documentary may be a huge disservice to him and his story because there's elements of it that are very questionable. Yeah, I'm sure. He's just, I just think he's a guy which, and I'm sure this came out because he's he's still going to be entertaining. Like, again, like we've always said, everyone wants to watch, everyone wants to watch a fucking car wreck. <laughs> so it's like, all right, yeah. go ahead, buddy. I'll feel me being an idiot and going down. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna make yeah, money yeah. off of it. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. He just seems like he's been trying to relive that old fame that he had when he was a kid, because he was never as good as he was when he was a kid. I mean, and he was amazing, and the drugs and the partying and the. I I, I ran into Corey Haim, the one that passed away. I was at um, when I was first getting into acting. And I, believe it or not, I was kind of good looking when I was a young guy and I had hair and shit. So I was in Wasteland. And it was really? My, yeah, seriously. So I was in Wasteland, like seriously. And like I came out and Corey Haim was like wearing jean shorts uh, and nothing else and roller skates and a headband. And like I came out of Wasteland right to the corner and he skated up and totally checked me out. Like, it was uncomfortable. Like, I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And he was already, you could tell, I mean, he had a bunch of acne, and he looked like he was in a bad, bad place. You know, and I was like, ugh. But I was like, I recognize him, because yeah. I grew up with him, too. I'm like, dude, fucking Corey Haim. And I hadn't been in the business so long, so I would still get a little starstruck, you know? Like, I saw Alyssa Milano in there one time, who was like, my, oh, She was my girl, and she was wearing, like, a tank top, jean shorts, and a cowboy hat, flip flops, and Jess was. Here's like, a fun. Here's a fun fact. The show that I worked with uh, Cheech Marin on. Yeah. I also worked with Alyssa Milano on uh, the same show. We're the exact same age. Don't ask why I know yep. that. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't stalk her when I was younger or fan out. No, she was one of my favorites. Did you? Did you watch uh, her workout video a lot? Teen Steam USA with Alyssa Milano? I missed that. Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, don't watch it now. That's creepy. Yeah, that's That'd fucking creepy. way creepy. You can't. Although she is my age. So is it creepy? No, I know. But if you look at it, I don't know. If you look at her when she's like a teenage kid doing a workout video now, even though she's old, I don't but know. It's she, gross. Well, probably. I don't know. We have to check ethics on that because we're the same age in reality. So even though I'm watching her yeah. at that age, I was that age when she was that age. That's true. This is true. This is a gray area. It's a really real gray area. <laughs> You're blowing my mind, man. <laughs> but I'm still not. But I'm still not gonna watch it because I have two daughters, and that's the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's probably really hard to come by. Although it's maybe it's on YouTube. A lot of those old workout videos are on Dude, YouTube. Dude, if you, you send it, if it. you send it to me later, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I can get you. I can get you. Uh, I have a copy of uh, Poison Ivy two. Well, I know She's that. In that. Oh, I've seen that. I love yeah. the Poison Ivy yeah. series. Really? You know, she came out not too long ago. Before, like, not too long before this whole contagion thing happened. Yeah. Um, she came out and said that one of the actors, older actors that she worked with on one of those '90s, you know, erotic thriller basic softcore porn movies that she did like Poison Ivy 2 yeah she said one, she didn't say the name but she said one of the older actors in those movies who still works all the time today uh, raped me during one of the scenes we were filming wow like a, it was like a a finger thing uh, happened and, and I and like so when she said that I was like cause the fucked up thing is I have most of her shitty <laughs> you're trying to figure it out Shit, I'm like, which which guy? Oh is no, God no, no, damn no, it! No. Wait, how about she was great and also in the God, what was it called? The Mark Wahlberg one. She was the slutty friend of the girlfriend. Oh, uh, Fear. She was Fear. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Alicia Silverstone's friend. Yeah, it's not Alicia Silverstone. It's, no, Reese Witherspoon. I'm sorry, Reese Witherspoon. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So remember, and he totally gets her. And it's a rough scene. Ah, uh, was it? But, the, but when she, I don't want to start rumors. I don't think so. Because that's not, that, so. Wasn't a, that wasn't a B movie. It wasn't. It, I mean, that was a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a mid-budget movie. I don't know what qualifies as a B movie anymore. But it, but, did, but but it did really well. I remember that. Reese but the way movie. she... It's true. But the way she said it, the way she made her accusation made it sound like the guy was twice her age, and Marky Mark wasn't twice. Oh uh, no, age no, no! Fear. But who did you find in the Poison Ivy movies? Like, is there any older character actor that you? I'm. Not, I don't want to say names, but I looked at a lot of her movies, and the, a lot of those movies from that period in her career, they were movies where she was having affairs with much older men. Well, well, I would say is like, like what happened? I'm good, baby. Thank you. Kenny got me a beer. He's the best. Sorry, the wifey. It's summertime almost. Oh, can I? Bitch she came to check and see if you needed a drink. Isn't that Nobody's the best? Doing that for me. I love you, man. Hey, if I was there, I'd check in on you, brother. <laughs> oh, thanks. But all right, here's the thing. All right, so you're not the first person that read that fucking article, or read that interview, right? About her saying that, and everyone looked up who she worked with. So there's nothing wrong with you just naming the guys that she worked with. I think. Yeah, I mean, right? I Wait, could. What the hell? Just name the guys he worked with. Well, know. okay. A Poison Ivy 2 is uh, the dude, the older dude in that movie is Xander Berkeley. 
Okay. And uh, I can't remember the name of the other movie uh, that uh, I have. Uh, but it's another <laughs> like erotic thriller, um, and it's her and David Keith. Okay. Not Keith David. Uh, I know not who the you're black guy, about. the white guy David Keith. Yeah. Is but I you know it's like to I don't want to cast aspersions on anybody because I don't know who the fuck she was talking about and maybe it's a movie that I'm not even aware of that she did. Yeah, in that but period. look, there's nothing wrong know. with speculation. We're just talking. These are guys that she's worked with. The information's out there. But I'm voting for David Keith. <laughs> <laughs> because you also haven't seen him in a long time. He, and it, no, I know, but that's I why it, it makes and me I liked think him too. that's that's why I think Xander Berkeley when she because she said he still works all the time. David Keith still works, so David Keith still works. But yeah. Uh, I yeah, I don't. So there's nothing wrong with speculating. We're not, you know, we're not you know blaming nobody. Well, I know, but it's like as soon as you throw out one of these names, it's like, well, hey, when when did you stop beating your wife? As a question, you know, yeah. it's like once you once you couple their names with a sexual abuse allegation then it it, but it here's colors the, people's thoughts but here's, so maybe we're being very because what if it's not one of them oh, I'm hey, feel and, and, and I'm hopefully it's not one all. of them but we're speculating everybody does it but here's the other thing right that I'm going to say so that they get less heat off of them alright she did it she never said anything during the production because everybody working on those films in their point of their careers Especially when those movies were being made, right? Like now you get kind of some street cred when you do low production or you call it indie, right? But those times they were straight B movies and you knew it. So if you were working on those movies, whether you were a director, producer, crew, actor, it was not looked well upon. No. So so what kind of people are you I I did... I did one. I did one. I was in Candyman Candyman 3. I, I forgot about it. Somebody reminded fucking me. Fucking love Candyman Three. <laughs> Candyman Three is great. I was the guy in the in the fucking. Uh, I was the the lead guy, the Latino guy's cousin on the fucking. What do they call crutches? Ever had like one little. Oh scene? yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was me. Day of the Dead, right? It's called yeah, Candyman yeah. Three. Day of the Dead. There it is. Yeah. But see, the thing is, but the but what I'm saying is, and then even then, yeah, the people I was dealing with, you're like, oh shit. Oh. Like the, the lead and the guy. It just feels, now I'm not saying it feels pornish, but I'm saying the quality of people or the people that are working on those are, are not, you're not doing well. You're not at the height of your career when you're doing those movies. So my point is the people that you're dealing with are not in the best place. You know, uh, so True. they're going through shit. You understand? Everybody. So, because you think about it, why didn't Alyssa Milano say anything then? Why was it the guy arrested then? Because she's in a tough place in her career and wants the movie to come yeah. out, you know. Well, and and sexual like one thing I learned from the Corey Feldman documentary that I think is a, a valid point about it. My friend Corey uh, was, we were talking about it because she had seen it and she was like, "Well, I, I I think he's affected because he's he was so abused." Yeah, and that's why he's weird in this documentary. And I'm like, that makes total sense. I mean, I I I, I think people who, especially these se- sexual assault survivors, if their memory gets wonky, they're, yeah. you know, they they change it up in their heads so they can deal with it on a daily basis when they're not talking about it. I think people just like now, like we th- we forget like the Me Too and the and the Never Again stuff. 
that's so new, you know? I well, mean, he, Harvey Weinstein got away with his shit for so long because we live in a culture where everybody looks the other way when somebody's getting raped. Yes. Yeah, just no, because the he's culture making we live money. In. And, and we live, and he's making we live money in a racist culture. That's it. Yeah, and we, we live in a racist culture where everybody looks the other way when a, a cop strangles some poor black dude on a fucking sidewalk. Well, not but anymore. Now, now with cameras, you can't look away. So, yeah. No, so yeah. so for, for them to still do it, knowing that, makes it even more blatant you know what i mean it's like what the fuck is your problem you know and like well, the, the, pu yeah. the punishment should also meet the blatant you know actions that yeah they took. i, I, I think agree. they should just but be the as blatant but, uh, but the problem is is we have our, a system our that's highest yeah. office in the world right now too is is backing up the behavior of those cops like they're the white house is focused on uh stopping looting yeah, as opposed to of, stop killing. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're focused on. Yeah, man. No, he knows exactly what he's doing, and I think, and it sucks. And like now, I'm starting to realize why everybody, when this shit started happening, that everyone started buying up all the guns because it's almost like I don't know. They told everybody like it's it's scary, but you don't want to have you know a civil war. You know what I'm saying? It's horrible. Like one of my favorite T-shirts that I saw was like not left. Not right. Just fucking forward. Please. Like, can we just fucking move forward? Like, stop with the left and right shit. Let's just fucking move forward. Everybody. Damn. Yeah, I agree. But the, pro uh, the problem is, is uh, I, I really think that the right is dug in their heels and they don't want to accept the fact that maybe they are racist. No. As, or, that know, like, truly, uh, or that they're uh, affiliated with racist. I mean, you know. Right. Like, you know, and I'm sure some are freaked out. I mean, hopefully there's some of them like, shit, no, I don't want to be, I don't be associated with these people. Hopefully. But if they're all saying, yeah, there are people, then what does that say to everybody else? Yeah. Let's yeah, go, I agree. I agree. I agree. It's, 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 it's upsetting, but, uh. Uh, I you know they burn places down and in Minneapolis and uh, you know no justice no peace they said that they said that uh, and they weren't fucking around and yeah. I don't like I saw a tweet from uh, uh, one uh, uh, the daughter of a restaurant owner and the restaurant was burned down uh, by these uh, protests in these protests. Yeah. Uh, well, no, yeah, looters or whatever you want to call them, but it's a protest that stopped being peaceful and became violent because cops showed up yeah, when they were being, they, they were the money. ones being protested. So they're the ones who escalated the violence. It's the, yeah. it's all the Let cops' fault. It. It's the yeah. cops' fault. They escalated the violence. Just stay the fuck away. But this restaurant owner, his daughter was tweeting basically on his behalf and he said, let it burn. This is... Let it burn. The, the, I'll deal. The, I'm, I'm in this community. Point, I'm part of this point, community. The point is bigger than my restaurant. I love it. Right. Exactly. And I thought that was one of the greatest things I and read on Twitter. Dude, because, yeah, week. for a person to be losing everything and saying, you know what? It's worth it is amazing. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I worked my I, ass off, but, but that says so much, you know. Yeah, they, it really does. And they should go build his restaurant. Let's go build his restaurant up. <laughs> right. 
Well, and it's also cool that the Minneapolis firefighters aren't putting out any of these fires. They're just letting it burn. Yeah. Which is, I guess, what, what they kind of did in the L.A. riots, too. It's like, yeah. why, why the, let it burn? It's That's it. Burn. Burn it down. Crazy times, wow. right, my brother? Nuts. It's okay. it's bananas. It's bananas. Uh, but um, but um, on the uh, on the other side, on the upside, I we've been cleaning our asses off. We fixed everything up. The garage is great. Finally put in my workout area. I've been saying I was gonna do for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff I've been saying I was gonna yeah. do for two years. I'm doing. Like finally put in like we had little gaps in between the doors, right? We just buy this sticky stuff. Just buy this sticky stuff. Take off the tape. And you just put it yeah. on, and then there's no cap. Dude, I literally had that in there for two years. <laughs> Finally did that. Yep. So we're just yep. doing a lot. There's certain things I can't I can't do, but I I ordered new door stops. Yeah. Because all the door stops in my wall were falling out of the wall and everything. Right. So I finally did that. Yeah, no, we're doing that. That's what we've been doing. We cleaned out. We're just cleaning house and getting better and feeling kind of clearer, you know? Yeah, that's all we can do. And I'm cap. I'm doing all the stuff I I haven't had the time to do, yeah. including writing. How's the writing going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? It's good. I'm you know halfway through a, a first draft of my screenplay. That's awesome. I've got I've got issues. I've got to work out, but uh, but it's good. I think ultimately is that, it's, is that the it's, name of the movie? I've got issues. I got to work out. Shit, I got to work out. Yeah, that's what it's called. Shit, I gotta work out. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good. I'm glad I'm doing it. It's it's nice. It's nice. But That's at the same thing. time, I'm like, when the when everybody goes back to work, I'm just gonna have an, another screenplay. Nobody's ever gonna read. So who the fuck cares? Yeah. Oh, shut up. I'm positive, dude. We had this conversation. All right. Before. I'm just one of those fuckers. that's just always like, oh, hey, no, ma'am. I'm gonna win the lottery and I'm gonna give you money to make that stupid movie you're writing. Okay. <laughs> I will take your lotto money and I will make the best B movie you've ever seen. Dude, and that's the name of it right there. The best B movie you've ever seen. That's the title. That's, right. <laughs> that's dope. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. Holy shit, we're we've come to the end of our therapy session. Ah, oh, dude, awesome man. I needed it. Yeah, it was good. It, it was went funny. so fast. Every I was time actually, I talk to you, I was actually more up. more buzz and angrier when we started, and then it actually went away. Oh, which really? I think, you which I think, out. which which I think is the point of therapy. Like I feel calm. Yeah. I'm like, huh. I feel amazing. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly yeah, it. Awesome, man. We, well, tell we your should be therapists, Hillary. We should. I mean, just tell them like we should offer everybody's therapy. What if we did that? Just like, oh, that's a good idea. Now that we're talking about it, we invite someone. I don't want to. I mean, it's. I don't want to get a license. Yeah. No, but two actors bitching about acting, but we take, we have a host. Like, who wants to bitch? Who needs the vent? You're right. Who needs yeah. the Who needs the vent episode? <laughs> yeah, you know, I like maybe, that. Or maybe yeah. people could submit. They could submit just Their like problems. Uh, like three minutes of them venting, like a recording, and, and we, we can listen to it and talk it. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, but I think there's something there. Because, yeah, everyone needs therapy. So All right. Send in your problems. So let's yeah. do on that. But that's a good idea. 
Send us a recording of you bitching yeah. about your what entertainment you, industry problems, yeah. and then we'll we'll talk about it. That's we'll, a great idea. Yeah, we'll play it. Yeah, right. and if you're not in the industry but you just want to bitch about entertainment in general, that's or fine too. If you want right? to bitch about us, even bring it on, bitches. <laughs> yeah, but be be meaner to Lombardo and yeah, not be meaner to me because I I I, can I tell have you. a th- very thin skin. I have very thin skin. I have thick skin. Lombardo, <laughs> bring it on, bitches. Be- <laughs> All right, should we? What do you want to say to sign off on the sucker? I would say. Uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. Everybody matters. Yes. Uh, love to everybody. But stay safe. Stay sane. Uh, secondskin.clothing.com. <laughs> <laughs> All that and subscribe to Blursh on YouTube. There okay, you go. bye everybody. All right, peace. <laughs>